Hi friends, welcome to the Bible Project podcast, the daily podcast where we journey together through the entire Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. This is episode 240, which is part 171 of season 2, where we've begun together to look at the book of Genesis. And today I'm just going to summarise for you Genesis chapter 21, which we've been in for a few days, and try and reach maybe some conclusions on this chapter, which I've given the overall title to of Planning for Peace. So to quickly summarise where we're up to, very straightforwardly, I think this passage, well, it's obviously about this conflict between these two men, Abraham and Abimelech, or the potential for conflict that there was between these two men. But more than that, it's how they are seen to plan to put in place a process by which they can reach a resolution on any of the issues that are currently between them, so that primarily they can avoid any potential for conflict in the future. So Abraham and Abimelech have been seen to make a covenant to live in peace, to make sure that any potential pinch points, any problem areas in the future might not jeopardise the peace that exists between them. Now this, what this tells me today is that as believers, we need to make up our minds to practically seek peace and to communicate clearly with one another. If there are problems, that we should address them early and make an agreement, and if necessary, spell out the details of what that agreement is. You see, when we have, as Christian believers, we have a potential conflict arising with someone, we have three possible choices to make. Number one is we can just ignore the problem and hope that it goes away. But I think I spelled out in the last uh, couple of episodes that the problem of ignoring an issue, particularly if that conflict relates to sin or wrong behaviour, the Bible says calls that particular way of dealing with an issue, if it's about sin, it means that, the, that you actually become an appeaser. And appeasement will always cause problem when the core root of the problem is sin. The second thing you can do, which is what a lot of ordinary people seem to do nowadays, is go to court. We are becoming a more and more litigious society. But we need, I believe the Bible tries to impress us, that we need to try and curtail that option, especially within the Christian community. Paul writes very clearly on that in 1 Corinthians. In fact, in 1 Corinthians, he offers a third option, and what he calls settling things among ourselves or within ourselves. Now, let's be clear, when it comes to settling and dealing with issues or matters of conflict, this clearly does not apply where matters relate to the clear law of the land that's been broken. For instance, where there's issues of fraud or theft or any matters relating to the safeguarding of children of vulnerable adults. I think it is absolutely vital that we hand those issues over to the relevant authorities. But in the normal areas of personal conflicts between Christians, or when as an individual you find yourself at odd with another believer, the correct response that Paul outlines for us and is illustrated here in the story of Abraham and Abimelech is that initially we should go and speak to that other person individually. 
Now, if that doesn't work, then the recommendation is we take another believer with us. And if both parties involved in this conflict are Christians, then it actually advises that if they're in within the same church, they may be the person they take should be an elder or a church leader with them to try and resolve it. But the attitude needs to always be to approach that potential conflict in a way that means they don't pursue more uh, more conflict, I suppose, that, that they are always seeking peace. Now, years ago, when I was growing up, I remember there was a Christian organization. I don't think it exists anymore, but it was called the Christian Coalition. And its purpose was to arbitrate in disputes between Christians, situations which might otherwise end up in court. Now, one article I read on it in a Christian magazine, this probably over 30 years ago, was an interview with the chief executive and it listed the kind of things that they regularly dealt with. He talked about a situation where uh, someone blamed their Christian financial advisor for a £20,000 investment that had gone bad. Another case involved them helping a young woman who changed her mind and wanted the child back that she'd handed over to an adoptive family. On a very mundane level, another example that I remember was uh, someone was upset because a minister's dog barked at night, but they didn't want to involve the police or the council because they didn't want to ruin the minister's reputation by taking the matter to civil authorities. But most of the work of the Christian coalition was in arbitrating and marital disputes. But what got my attention about this article was the Christian Coalition's chief executive. He said their primary willingness to take on the case was the fact that the party who was initiating the claim, they needed to believe that it was more important to them to resolve a shattered relationship than any financial reward or remuneration that might be involved. Now, I think biblically people are called to live in peace. And that's the attitude that we should take. The resolution of conflict is much more important than money or barking dogs for that matter. As a result, the article said, and I thought this was interesting, the chief executive said that most people after going through their Christian process ended up friendlier than they had ever been and decided what they were fighting about wasn't that important in the first place. Now, it's interesting to contrast that to what happens in the court of law in the land. And I would assume in any land, in any country that you happen to be based, because certainly my experience of the law in this country is that one party usually wins and the other party loses and everyone is still left feeling hostile to each other. But the New Testament teaches, and I'd remind you very much of that in the book of Romans, it tells us that. If it is at all possible, and as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all people. And thanks be to God, this teaching gives us a template on how we might do that. Okay, that's it for today. And we've closed off chapter 21. Remind you that you you can pop back again here next time and we'll pick up the beginning of chapter 22 and we'll consider over the next few days about what it might teach us about how God might test us. Now a quick reminder that you can always access a transcript of all of these talks 
If you find the audio version of the podcast, which is hosted on the Buzzsprout Bible Project podcast website, there's always in the audio version a direct link through in the episode notes to a full transcript of everything that's been said. But if you've just arrived today for the first time, why not consider going right back to the very beginning and joining us on this amazing, what I believe will be a 10-year journey through the whole Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. But anyway, that's it for today. And I'll hopefully see you right back here tomorrow on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. Bye for now.